Hello and welcome to another Bertie and Paul podcast. I am joined, as always, with Mr. Dan Devaney. How you doing? Very good, thank you. And uh, Mikey, Mikey on the floor, Dal. He's on the floor, but he, hopefully he's not. <laughs> he's on the floor. Just chilling out, just chilling out, just trying to get the best Wi-Fi connection I can. So uh, yeah, surely you think, Paul? <coughs> surely you're all five G in my No, is it not all? Yeah, if I was able to pick the room in the house, it would be fine, but I, I'm not, so yeah, I'm not. having a... It's nice, a nice room, but nice room. Thanks very much. Oh, nice, nice. So, it's, uh, yeah, Hendo's moving house today, or he's over the weekend, so he's packing bags. He's probably dropping off his tennis trophies, Mikey, you know what I mean? He's probably... Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, delighted. I, I just kind of, I think we'll start... The, the European game then just have a quick look at that it's just it's must watch TV isn't it Danny it's just brilliant it was great yeah I really enjoyed it I mean another fantastic start to the game as well what what about okay we, we can talk, we'll talk about the front three in a minute but like my my favourite's always watching midfield players and, and, and Turnbull and that game was just immense just, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to try to compute them against, or try to mark them against other players. But that was a great performance in Europe, Turnbull. I just couldn't, but I just couldn't quite get my head around how good he was playing. It, uh, he made one, he made one or two stupid errors, like, but nothing compared to obviously how well he did play. You know, he's always making himself available, um, not holding on to the ball for too long, just getting it and offloading it, and just always there kind of thing. So that was that. It was a very good. Very good game from Mikey. What do you think he's physical? I'm just going to talk about Turnbull just for two minutes because what do you think he's physical attributes? But I mean, he's getting that ball back and digging in. Yeah. I like I like that. I love all the passing. I love all that stuff. But I never thought he'd have that big dig about him. You know that, that yeah. that's. Well, that was a missing bit, wasn't it? Like you know, from the the games where I thought he hadn't played that well. Okay, take the take the Leverkusen one where he made that just ridiculous mistake but you know maybe he was physically mentally tired when he made the, made that mistake I mean he just looked really you say like that, that physical aspect because you know the, the stamina to get back and win that ball but then you have the strength to hold the boy off as well it isn't something that it's obviously something that he's been working on um, and that's, that's just what happens when you have a good good coach good manager doesn't it he identifies the weaknesses in your game and gets gets you to work on them so yeah no I was really pleased with him with his whole performance it's just like Celtic are scoring so many goals these days like I'm thinking when you started off going the European game I'm like just gonna try to remember remember what goals did we score there we're just like absolute you know the Harlem Globetrotters at the minute it's brilliant but um, yeah no um <laughs> Turnbull was, yeah, was a big plus last week for sure. Made a big difference to us the way we played. Um, but you know, I just always think, I mean, someone that's, yeah, I, I mean that, that that's Turnbull for me. But I mean, I, I thought the midfield three in the last two games have, you know, been really good. I mean, anywhere McGregor plays, he's just brilliant. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, kind of kudos to Beaton as well who's been pretty good in that holding midfield role it was just a nice it's a nice balance in the midfield I think those three 
It was it. The guy, yeah. the guy in the athletic dance said it was Beton's best performance in a Celtic strip in a midfield role, which obviously I mean, it's very hard to justify that, but he certainly has. He's, he's stepped up after his craziness at the start of the season, you know. Ah, he has, and as I've seen, he's been played in the right position as well. And I think everybody's alluded to that is when you play someone in their correct position. Not um, that I want to set off Mikey talking about Juranovic again, but when you play somebody in the right position, they generally um, return. You know, um, they give you a better performance. Or that's where they know how to play. That's where they've position's always been so and he has he's been, he's been really good the last two games again giving away very very little creating a lot and again just like Turnbull was doing getting the ball offloading it you know winning the ball back what a midfielder should be doing yeah You're, he's been very good Gernanovic is a, a, a strange one a strange one not a strange one but in the, in the European game maybe around about the 60th minute I was watching I thought it was Turnbull was smashing passes and playing like great balls, he was, and it, it, it was it was Juranovic was doing it. It wasn't Turnbull. I get them mixed up. At one stage, he just controlled the game. But I think I got the answer. The reason why it, it, it says here because Taylor got a new deal. They're saying that he won't trust anybody but Taylor to play in that position because he's got the inverted wing back position. Was he's got it working perfectly? Was Juranovic is a better football player, but that, that's the reason why he's went to the other side because he's more, he's a, he's a better all, all, overall player, but he can't do that under underlapping because he's he's on he's 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 too left or right footed. He's too right footed, so he's saying that he trusts him as a football player, as a professional, but not as do the inverted wing backs. That means that we're only getting real width down one channel, not Ralston's channel, but not down the other channel. Until is, that, is that why Juranovic hangs back then for yeah. pushing up the corners and stuff? He's the one that hangs back at the time. Yeah. So it was just interesting to see because I was obviously Mikey was saying and Mikey was totally is totally right in terms of positioning playing players in the right position. But then I think Angie's made a call, which is really interesting, you know, because Taylor got. So if his, Taylor comes back, if Taylor comes back, he's going to. Like Juranovic is going to drop to the bench. Well, see, that's the thing, but isn't it? It's like you know, Taylor will come back to a different world, you know. We we never, but I, I don't know. Like as far as I'm concerned, I mean, Ralston, Ralston could play in another position, could he? I mean, some of it's been two assists at the weekend again, and I mean, he's playing so so well. That freedom, but but, but if if Ralston, like, Ralston's fine where he's playing, Juranovic is playing fine where he is. Like, is the article saying that um, if he gets fit and once he comes back, Taylor's going to swap places with Juranovic? Because why would you break it up when it's actually working? It's no, what it's saying. What the the Athletic is it's really good article. Send it on to you, but Taylor Taylor stepped into the role of under. Under uh, line fullback, so going through the, the different the, through the that's a channel, and he was the first player to get it, and it suits Taylor's assets because Taylor's quite a good pass to the ball, inverted fullbacks. So, but but he can he can he can do this position well, and Postecoglou loves it. But when Montgomery started it as well, he was 
he tries to cover but cannot. It's just because he's it, because he's inexperienced. Postecoglou has got another player they can play in that position. I, I, it doesn't actually say. Uh, it doesn't say. It doesn't say if he would drop him, but I don't see. I mean, let's go back to then our conversation last week. Uh, Angie answered the question then about different players will be dovetailing and players will have to be dropped. So maybe that's that's what we're going to do. We're going to see two brilliant right backs at the moment playing. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter who's playing great. They'll play at that position. I think they're both really good players now, Ralston Jovanovic. So I don't think it's that case of just dropping somebody. I think it's, they'll just dovetail in. If Taylor if Taylor has to come in when he comes back, if that's the way Postecoglou sees it, then I think I'd rather see Juranovic go to right back and Rolson in the middle. Yeah, I, think you know Rolson, I, mean? I don't think Rolson deserves to be dropped. No, but I don't think that happens anymore. I think, again, I mean, looking at the, the, the Chelsea, Tuchel's, look, Tuchel's experience and his ability to move players in and out of the team it, it gains him lots of plaudits because the team's always fluid, it's always moving. Different players are coming in and playing different roles, like Bartley comes back in. And <laughs> but the fact is, I think this is going to be Postecoglou's way. It's not a case of a, a strict 11. You've got so many games to play that you'll be, you'll be moving people around. I mean, that's the first That's the first time, unless, Dan, you've got a better memory than me, that Celtic brought in three players in the European game to three up three front players and that's amazing with the new substitution systems you can change your team near enough like an American football team now it's oh, a different game it's a different game like I've never seen that Mike have you seen that three Celtic what, front players replacing three Celtic front players it's just un- unbelievable yeah. can't really remember us ever playing three front players before like that like the way we're doing just now like unless Unless you go back to the Tommy Burns era with the three amigos, you know. Um, so no, I mean, yeah, it was good to see. Slight, you know, the the slight issue I've got is that Jack and Mac. I don't know. I just he seems like a bit of a weird signing, Jack and Mac is to me. I don't kind of. I mean, obviously, Furuhashi's brilliant and Kyogo, you know, or Kyogo, whatever you want to call him. But I mean, I just. Giacomacus just seems like the complete polar opposite to him as a player. So I don't. I mean, I kind of feel like we lo- we lose a lot of momentum when he plays up front, Giacomacus, which is a slight concern. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to have those nice to have those options and decent quality as well coming on. I mean, I like it. James Forrest does divide opinion, but I like I, I think he's a good player. Yeah, so does. Um, great, great option to have. One of his first touches as soon as he came on was class. Yeah. Right yeah. There. He cut and back as well, didn't he, Mike? He didn't have a cut back as well. I don't yeah. know what game it was, but I was like, yes, that's... And he looks fit as a fiddle. Yeah. I mean, that, especially those positions, I always feel that, you know, if you've got, like, good competition for those two places, the two wing places, it really does kind of keep the, the player that's got the journal. It's a cliche, but you know what I mean? Like, the player that's got the jersey, the pressure's on them, they perform well, and... By and large, they do always find, you know. Um, that Abada had his best game in a while, I thought. Um, that boy, obviously, the, the boy Jota's just just loving life at the minute. Just <laughs> taking a Celtic like a duck to water, hasn't he? Uh, it's just it's just brilliant to see. It really Siri is. He said the word family in that interview. 
I've watched it a few times, but I was I was getting a bit emotional. Like you come and stay in my house anytime, Jota. I mean, you're part of the Celtic family, and I mean, but because then you go back and watch all those players. I mean, they, they Ralston when Ralston does this, it lets the ball go through his legs, moves it in, crosses it in, Jota scores. Like they all congregate in the corner of the pitch, and it's just all these young guys just enjoying themselves, well, yeah. and all that, and they're really, really enjoying it. Well, sometimes you can watch Celtic games and the players are really under pressure to perform and they're not enjoying it. Those guys are loving it. Absolutely yeah. loving it. I, mean, I just love the fact that, like, Ralston, you know, I, I just love the improvement. I don't even know the improvement. It's the first fair crack of the whip he's had at Celtic. Again, don't know why he had... He was like this joke player among the fans for, for me he didn't deserve to be that because he basically never played for Celtic bar that PSG game in Neymar and that was just you know that yeah. was a, that was unfair on him really to throw him in at that level um, so I'm I'm delighted for the guy and again it just shows you like a good coach like, improves players like, look at you know what I mean look at how he just week on week since the start of the season and the scrutiny he was under because obviously he was a bit of a joke for who were you giving him a new contract for and just to see him, the improvement week on week, it's brilliant to see. It really is. Um, and he's get, you know, he's a threat in the air as well. Like Danny, you're saying, play him somewhere else. Could he maybe even play centre half? It looks to me he can handle himself. He knows how to defend. He's good at attacking the ball when you know we're at set pieces and stuff. So I mean, that's like you know, if we went out and signed him, we'd be absolutely waxing lyrical about it. You know what I mean? If we plucked him from the Israeli market or whatever like that but, oh, what a find he is you know what I mean it's just uh, it's just really good to see the Brazilian market oh yeah I the, sorry I <laughs> Mr. Ralvez yeah so this is this is the the, 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 the piece in the article the I'll put it in the I'll put it in the notes uh, both men Ralston in particular this is Taylor and Ralston Ralston improved particularly pretty drastically upon their performances in recent seasons. This is partly down to the manager's coaching, partly down to players' work ethic and commitment, and partly down to the system. Both defensively and going forward, the inverted fullback structure enables Ralston's best qualities a decent passer and build-up play with a competent final ball and intelligent tacking movement. So, again, remember they talk about McGregor's intelligence... Of the of the of the play, maybe Ralston's that type of player. Maybe he's got that intelligence to play a bit more, just not just a right back role, a bit more intelligent, a bit more thoughtful role, and he's he, he's got that football intelligence to do it. Maybe I don't know, but he, he seems to be good. a new Jackie McNamara. Right, but he's under that wing somewhere. Right? McGregor says here in transition, it's just important. This is about the the fullback. In transition, it's very important. First and foremost, we control the middle of the pitch. Continue and add. We'll force them wide, and then everybody recovers back centrally. We de- we defend from there. Uh, let's see. Here, here we go. McGregor says you can see, you can start to see one fullback coming in and staying out, giving us a little bit more width. If you slide across a little bit, it gives you two controlling players to build up and try and outnumber the opposition. It's just important that whenever fullback comes in, then just to balance it off and decide it, it's about quick combinations and trying to break through the press. Like it, it, I mean, there's a lot of thought into it, you know what I mean? 
And maybe Ralph. as well. I mean, that's obviously Postacoglu is telling him or telling the team that, and they're, you know what I mean? They're totally on board. They know what. It's just, it's, it's good. It's just such a refreshing change from the last couple of years. Thinking back to your point, Mikey, it's like um, now you're saying Wilson's not really been anywhere to be seen. It's because he hasn't been given his chance, and I think yeah. that's a big thing is giving players their chance. You know what I mean? Like we've got a youth team there that are doing quite well. Um, some exciting prospects coming through, and they were never been given their chance, and people were screaming for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially at the end of last season when we'd capitulated, and then Kennedy came in the last what was it, eight games? Was it seven games, something like that? can't remember but that's what everybody was screaming for get some of the young lads in give them a chance let's see what they can do and see if they can play for next season and even yep. he never done it and he had a free, a free crack of the whip yeah so it's just goes to show you what's actually there you know what I mean that's sorry that's Kieran Devlin's uh, article today as well in the, the Athletic or sort of quoting but then Danny like like this this thing about structures and Celtic like Celtic Playing an intelligent style of football, an intelligent coach. I mean, Lennon, Lennon, and people like that just don't have it. So they just throw in the signing, the first signing gets thrown in. They won't take a chance in Ralston because it might be, make them a bit of a laughing stock. That's 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 the way I look at it. The like, right, we'll stick in John Joe, whatever his name is. Uh, and, and Kennedy. Kennedy, Kennedy's doing the exact same, but. Was Ralston sitting there going, oh, I want to play? Or, or then this new guy comes in, Andrew comes in and says, look, this is how we're going to do it. Maybe Ralston wasn't even looked at last. This is it. Maybe Ralston wasn't even looked at. Maybe they were asking Ralston to play in a different position and he wasn't performing. You just you just don't know. And then, as you say, maybe post Coggles. Obviously, Ralston's been in the right place at the right time to get the opportunity to play and he's he's proved himself. So, but this is a say, much more difficult well. task. And just play maybe that's right one back. You need, you're right. Maybe maybe that's um, maybe that's what you needed. You know I'm what I mean? loving it. I'm just loving it. I just I just I love even his interview was really really well done, and he just seems he, he, he also as well. I think what Mikey's trying to get to alluding to is, I mean, okay, but it's, it's early, but he really does seem to have that that captain abilities. You know what I mean? He, he, he's driving the team by him. Driving the team from the back, which I think Carton Vickers and Starfelt and Welsh are not really, but Ralston really is there. He seems to be that type of player. Maybe, maybe in the flesh, maybe he isn't, but he seems to be. That's he seems to be leading the team, you know. Uh, so, I want to talk about the other piece I want to talk about is is uh, Kyoko's people elbowing him in the head <laughs> in the games. In Dundee game, like, was it just me or was he just he was just getting back at one stage in about ten minutes he was down about three times, and I just I just I think we we've got to get some sort of protection for him because it's just it's it like Joshua was shouting at the TV going like is that not a sender off is that not a sender off I'm like they just get away with it, but like twice down back his head slaps and elbows and they're always not, going to target your best player but. I, I mean, I, I was. I mean, yesterday watching the game, I was like, oh, get get a third goal and we can just take Kyogo off because, and I think I said on the chat, I was like, Charlie Adams definitely getting sent off this game. 
Yeah, you know, <laughs> they they subbed him before it happened, but yeah. you know, he him and like you know various other hammer throws, just you know targeting obviously like Kyogo, but Yota as well, and it was just it was just getting wild. Do you know what I mean? Like it was uh, it was I no, it's terrible, but you get away with so much more in Scotland than than you do you know when you watch the Premiership and stuff. It isn't it's uh, it's not good, um, and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, remember that boy that done Frimpong that time down at Rugby Park? Was it Alan Power? I feel there's just there's just these hatchet men in Scottish football that stay in your feet. Yeah, it's just, it, I think it is because, I, I, and the reason is, I know, I know you're right, Danny. You're you're totally right. But the the reason is, I'm just loving watching these guys, and I don't want them. Like I was the exact same as you, saying let's just take them off. Take, I was saying to Josh, take them off, take them off, take them off. But then it's a Sunday, twelve o'clock on a Sunday. You're sitting watching the, the football, and you're like, "This is amazing!" Like this link-up play, like Jota was unbelievable. I mean, yep. like, different tricks. Every time he gets the ball, we trick, we trick, moving it. They're 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 beginning to see with each other's players when they're they're cutting back to each other. And I mean, Kyoto's goal with that—he just slaps it in the back of the net. His, his second goal against Dundee. It's just uh, the fourth was the fourth one was the best for me. The way uh, Jota went down the wing there and just placed it back, he's run on it. Yeah, the movement as well. Do you know what I mean? There's, for the balls coming in, you have seen it with Jota's second goal as well. Um, the the one he scored that's Ralston put it in from. That, in fact, he put Charlie Adam on his ass first. I think that was the biggest yeah. cheer of the day. <laughs> um, and then the ball came in and Jota's movement again just got him in front of the player. You know what I mean? So it's it's none of the not as much as I suppose the, the the random ball into the box. It's like handing it to the front post and people run in towards it. Um, but I could, even even the cross in for Kyogo's header was brilliant as well. Some just it was Larson esque that kind of header, wasn't it? The mm, header you know in the far corner. Well, I did I did send a WhatsApp <laughs> message saying something about Henry Larson, but I think you can back Mikey Darman easy, easy, <laughs> easy. But I was I, I was well. I was saying that there's might have a Japanese Larson here. But I, I, I'm just watching his movement. Kyoto's, Kyoto's movement for the header, brilliant. And that's what Larson used to do. Yeah. I, 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 100% energy, that's what Larson used to do. I mean, I'm not saying he's saying Larson. I'm just saying there's something good happening and they're, they're showing th- those types of winning attributes that, that, that players like Larson... Uh, used to used to show and you maybe get two of them are doing it just now. Jota's just superb. What a football player! Yeah, he's yeah. Let's say he's he's a perfect fit for Celtic, isn't he? Playing like that, just yeah. And he's just he's loving it. Um, he's scoring he goals. Yeah, he's got brilliant hair. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, it's just it's just great to watch. But but what I was going to say about Kyogo, right? Is I mean, I also think that second finish, it was his left foot. I mean, that, you know, he's right footed. That's how good a player he is. Like, you can't, you know, you couldn't really tell the difference. You couldn't tell that that was not his preferred foot that he scored that, to scored that goal with. And yeah, not many players, you know, again, Larson springs to mind. Like, he was good with his weaker foot as well. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, hard, it's hard not to get carried away with him, with, that, with Kyogo, because. I mean, he's another one that's just like his quality is just just there for all to see. It's really good. 
I, just, yeah, I mean, that, I mean, okay, I mean, we're football fans, I suppose. So, I mean, after watching a year and a half or whatever, watching, I mean, you have these sort of teams that are just sort of, that are just working hard and there's no real spark and maybe one good player. It's really interesting to see this sort of team, this young team, really. Even Carter Vickers as well. Like he's getting maybe a chance, two chances a game now, isn't he? Mm. Two chances he's getting the headers. I'm like, yeah, this is magic. This is really good for us. You know what I mean? And, Big Welsh did a couple of settles as well yeah. at the weekend. He got free. He did one of them. That was Stop him just away. coming back in a couple of games, and he's there and he's playing, plays, plays well. He heart in his sleeve. Okay, we lost. I mean, I think Dundee, Dundee at one stage, they just said, we're going to score. That's what I felt. They're like, we're going to score now, and they just scored. And then two of those sort of crosses, and another day, we're all having, we're all going nuts at heart and stuff like that. So maybe that's, maybe the four goals paper over that. But then in Europe, I, we were much better. I don't know. I think that, that those goals that we lost to Dundee, I wondered a bit if it was just... Welsh coming in and just not quite, you know, just going to take a few games for Hart, Carter, Vickers, and Welsh just to understand each other's roles a bit. Do you know what I mean? Because it's almost like we'd we'd started in my mind anyway. We'd started to eradicate those kind of mistakes and that we were making early on in the season. And I just think that, and I think Postecoglou said, you know, I, I've been really trying to stick with the two same centre halves and goalkeeper just to build that understanding up and. You know, I think, you know, give Welsh um, the benefit of the doubt there. I, you know, I just wonder if it was more just the unit not quite working as well just because it had been shifted around the last week. So I wasn't overly, overly concerned about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, Danny, I think all the other chances, like Welsh had a, you know, an absolute kind of sitter really wasn't it did, did, Ralston, did Ralston hit the bar with a header I'm, that's him getting so mixed up if that was in a previous game or um, he had he the did. post with the shot for the first like, goal he had the post with the shot yeah so anyway Ralston, uh, Ralston's hit, hit a crossbar in the European game was it in the European game right okay I'm sure um, it was a European game because your man the top Mac rattled the crossbar like he nearly took the crossbar yeah, oh, did he? He absolutely. Yeah. Dan Devaney the seventh. I mean, he, he absolutely smashed it. Uh, yeah. That's a good game. That the that whole the whole game. game the European game is brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. I was at the pub with Paul McCall going to watch it as well. It was just like hadn't done this in like two years. Do you know what I mean? And it was just <laughs> and it, it ah, yeah. And they were like, oh no, we went in early. And I wasn't that bothered, but Paul's like, oh, you're going to put the Rangers game on? And uh guy was like, oh, we might, we might, but Celtic game will be on the big screen, don't you worry, lads. I was like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Thursday nights are back! <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, you can't, I mean, you can't whack it. Like, Celtic are, Celtic are going, I mean, the other thing as well, no mention of, no mention of, we're going to be tired because we've just played a, a Celtic, a midweek game. I mean, Neil Lennon used to talk about it at nauseam. He's like, oh, the players will be tired. I mean, we had a big European game. Like, we actually just went to Dundee and just wiped the floor with them. Physically. So like we started like we finished against Ferenc Varos, just yeah, out of the trap. Yeah. Ferenc Varos is a tough place to go to. Like, they were a bit, bit shooty-shooty. 
But let's go back to Jackie Marcus or Jackie Makamakas. Yeah, I think in the European game he played really well when he came on. I thought he held the ball up. He was he was cunning. He took the fouls. He didn't make a joint. He was crying for the ball one time. He was shouting for the ball, and he just t- took a touch, turned round, took another foul for it. So I thought I thought he, he played very. He was very experienced when he came on in Europe, which helped us go over the line because, again, we, we, we did it. It wasn't, even though we watched Celtic, the, the game was still in some sort of jeopardy. And I think he took the he took the, took the air out of the game. I thought he was really good at that. So, you know I mean? Yeah, he did, he did win a number of fouls, you're right. Just uh, putting his body in front of the ball, holding off our men and then obviously forcing him into making a rash challenge. Getting us free kicks and us putting the ball down in the, down in the corner. Yeah, um, so I like that piece about him because I mean, there's different different aspects of different players. You, he's not going on and passing the ball and losing it. Make it his three all, you know. Because I mean, but that again, time, the, again the goals were lost as well. Like it's just fucking Abada trying to flick the ball at Turnbull. They win the ball and score, and then the second goal, Mikey Johnson just fucking daydreaming. The man takes it off him and scores a goal, you know what I mean? It's Ralston totally avoidable Ralston again. couldn't get close to him because he was just knackered. I think he was just knackered in it. I was knackered watching it. <laughs> funny funny story, I was doing about Brian Clough when I was coming home tonight, listening to all the, the, all the old Nottingham Forest players are telling stories. And one of the stories was that a guy called is it David Curry or something like that was playing up front for him. And one of the rules in Nottingham Forest was no flicks. When your centre forward gets the ball, he can't flick. You've got to control the ball and pass it on. You can't try and flick it round. And he, this guy, David Curry, tried, he flicked. And uh, Clough substituted him in 30 minutes, after 30 minutes. Took him off. <laughs> took him off. And then didn't put another substitute on. And let the team... The team were... Not at first, were down one nothing. He let the team figure it out. Let them work harder. And then at half time, he put the sub on the 1 2 1. But, but the fact was, I'd never heard that before. The rule in Nottingham Forest was you weren't allowed to flick. And and, and Johnston's going to have to learn that the hard way, isn't he? Because you, you can't do things like that. You've got, you, well, you've got to keep the concentration. But I thought that was, I've never heard that rule before, so that was a good story. But mm. uh, yeah, so. I'm going to, I mean, I've got a wee bit, like obviously, Mikey Johnson, he's been. No, I wouldn't say he's been great, but I'm not. I I think again, like you know, Ralston and Turnbull, they've been given ten or so games to to show themselves. So until Johnson gets that, maybe ten starts, I think it's going to be unfair to judge him. I, I think Poster Cogwell looks like he, you know, at least rates him. Um, yeah. I think he'll get that, and then we'll, we'll find out. You know what I mean? How how good a player he is or not. So hopefully. Hopefully, it turns out to be a good player for us as well. So we've got we've got two really exciting things coming up. So we've got the well, I'm really excited about this. Is the last couple of years I've not really been excited about it, but we've got the Christmas. We we'll have the Christmas uh, Arvid without Lee Griffiths. Oh, I can't wait! I actually can't wait for the Christmas Arvid this year. <laughs> I'm counting the days. the Cogley will be in it. He's Santa Claus, isn't he? Well, three things, three three things, last three He's things. Too cool for school. No, no, three <laughs> things actually. First thing is the calendar, right? The, the advert because I think they've got the Celtic collection out already. Hendo would be able to tell us that. So 
Posicot, he's got to be in it. He's got to be in it. The second one was, I'm driving at the, I'm driving at the tip. It's it's sixty minutes done. I'm driving out. The game's on the car, so I'm watching it. The leaves are put away. Me and Josh are sitting watching it, and all I heard was, "Last Christmas, I gave you my heart." But the very next day, and Josh is like, "Dad, they're singing the song." I was like, "Yes." <laughs> We've got Posse Cockle's uh, name into the song, and that made me more than happy. More Did he get interviewed after the game? They asked him that. <laughs> yeah, he said. <laughs> they said that. He says, Geez, I never thought they'd be able to get my name into a song, but there he goes, proving the wrong. I'll be listening to that. Well, me and Joshua are driving home, and I'm just singing away. I'm like, oh, Christmas time. So we've got Christmas Arvert. We've got Christmas uh, with Poster Cockley, we're going to sing. And then we've got the transfer market, and, and yeah, like, can he get another Jota? I don't know. So like, I'm really excited so, now because you're like, what are we going to see? What are we going to see now? See, see the boy that we've been linked with. Yeah, scored a hat trick. Most. I scored a hat. I was going to say, <laughs> scored a hat trick for Yokohama Marinos as they've won eight now. <coughs> Take him as the understudy to Kyogo. I mean, I supposedly they're very similar players. Yeah. Um, oh, it, magic. Because we're going to need. We need someone like that. Like we, if we keep on saying Kyogo can't, like he can't play every game. Um, which I totally understand. Um, we do need a backup because Jackie Marcus is a good option. Then I, I take your point about how he came on and held the ball well in one fouls. But you know we're, we are going to need other options up front. And uh, yeah, I mean I just that really caught my eye. The the boy scoring a hat trick and supposedly you know is he the one that ran that ran more than the only player that ran more than Furuhashi last year or something in the J League? He plays slightly. He's sl- slightly behind. Apparently, like it is that number ten, Tom Rogic okay. role. I think I can. I'll read up about it again. Like so many, no, yeah, no, I, no, no, I, no. That's yeah. what I read about him because I was reading about him. So, I mean, how good would that be? Another oh, player exciting. to just like. It just shows you how much you miss this stuff when like, you get a decent manager. Yeah, and big Tams to come back to injury. Tams coming back. Taylor's coming back. Uh, his face is coming back the defender. Julian. Julian's coming back. Plus, they must have money. Well, do they have money in the kitty, Mikey Dalla? I never looked at their finances. Do they have money? Have they spent it all in 800,000 Neil Lennon payoffs? Have we got any money? <laughs> I think we do. I mean, that, I, from what I read, like the the player trading, um, yeah, basically it was a bad year because of COVID and the player trading profit was, was a lot lower. Um, but that only included the sale of Frimpong and basically it's a consequence is not selling everyone. It, well, no, it doesn't include Edward yet. So right. so it's it was like the cutoff was June this year. So next time for the next full year, we'll have obviously the sale of Edward, Ayer, maybe a lesser extent, Christie. So um, a short answer, yeah, we, we should have cash to, to, go and, to go and invest and splash again. Um and then, oh, I mean, shoot, I know everyone's saying it, and Celtic, Celtic, sign him up. I heard them singing this, the fans after he scored, but that, that seems like a total no-brainer now. If I don't know how it works, but I mean, I think if we've got first, we basically have the option to buy Jota, even like in the worst-case scenario, we just buy him and flip him like uh, Ostend or whatever it was that was in Jack Henry. I'm like, this is how it works. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like... Obviously, I hope that he wants to 
stay in play for us for the next season or so. But I think we've got ourselves kind of well hedged on that one. Yeah, I mean, we we can basically buy him if we want. So, and this is that as well. Like, remember the whole Paddy Roberts scenario as well. Like, he, we had the option to buy him, but he didn't really want to go to Celtic. If I remember that rightly, when he was uh, back to Man City, but there was so, meant to be an option to buy there. So, he, because of his sharing the bunk bed with Kieran Tierney, everybody just assumed he would come and play. You know. What I mean? So you said then that we could have, like, basically it was Jack Henry's call to to leave us then, even though he knew that. Ustend or was it Ustend? I can't even remember what team he played for. But I mean, he basically he basically knew that they were going to flip him. So, yeah, I don't like. I kind of thought I actually didn't know that we'd we've ever had an option to buy Paddy Roberts. I thought Man City always wanted to keep him. Um, I thought option to buy could be wrong, but I might be wrong myself. I because I I always kind of thought that. That the option to buy thing was basically we can we've just taken we've basically bought them but we've said can we have them on loan for a year which is kind of what Jack they did with Jack Henry otherwise like we are just developing a player for Benfica we kind of need a needs to be something in it for for us for us yeah of course hope I'm right I think you are right yeah we are as well Mendia Mendia is the Japanese guy he spent twenty eight percent of his time up front for Yakihama and 60% of his time at left wing so he spends most two thirds of his season at left sided forward with the remaining games as a striker 18 goals and 3 assists so obviously it's more now in 35 games so his goals expected ratios close to Kyoko's but Kyoko wasn't playing up front for for his team he was playing wide bit of a mix sometimes in the middle I mean, you know, it's it's all about the move. For me, the centre forward and that the way Postecoglou sets his team up, it's it's the movement that's going to be the big thing. Like I said last last week, that's going to be the the big game changer for us in Scotland. Um, it's just you know moving moving these big centre halves around and make you know take them out of their comfort zone. We need another player to do that, another option. So. Oh, that, that's you're right. Your spot, and that's what Martin was saying last week. That when uh, Jackie Marcus came up against Lovey, it was just it was an easy day for them because yeah. they hardly moved, you know. Yeah. And it was kind of like the Rangers game as well. If we go back to that at Ibrox when they played Kyogo, uh, or sorry, they played Edward instead of Kyogo there. And um, the difference when Edward came off and Kyogo went in the middle and started dragging them all over the place, the, the chances they created. Yeah, like like for for the Mandia. Best qualities are his speed, movement and defence of work rate. He is a clever player with a variety of different finishing techniques. He's occasionally capable of a spectacular or a second goal of his hat-trick. So, uh, clever movement, running fast, finding space between defenders. I mean, like, there is similar... I mean, if we get this guy as well and he's even close to what we've got just now, I mean, it's, it's going to be brilliant. Yeah, sign him up, ship Aeti out, just get the squad more, like, get, get the squad more in, like, you know what I mean, like, in the way, or suited to the way Postacoglu wants to play it, um, yeah, I, I'm, it's, I'm really hoping that that one's, that one's got, got legs, so it's not just a kind of speculation stuff, but I think he's, I think he's out of contract, or is that another Japanese player? Um, either way, I'm, 
his Pretty constant green. listen to this, his constant running in behind defences is another trait he shares with Kyoko. But he's possibly even faster than his compatriot. Ah, come on. Sign him up, Celtic. Jeez. Got to do it. Sign them up and let the two of them race around the park deep and fucking put it on the pay per view. Mikey, you could watch one. I could watch another one. <laughs> I mean, Dan could tell us what else is happening in the game as I'm just watching these guys run about the pitch. I mean. Oh. We're going to be like, you know, Coventry and the was it when Strachan was there and they signed all those Moroccan players after the World Cup '98. We're just going to all these Japanese players. It's going to be a mini Japan. It's great. So uh, yeah, so I think we'll just call it we'll call it a day there. Just funny funny things I'd seen was uh, Rangers and their, their ability to celebrate ridiculous achievements like fifty five when they died, and now Taverniers. Well, I think before the weekend was on 99 assists. I mean, honestly, I mean, really, really. I mean, all week, um, Dan, all week, all I could hear was you telling me, don't call him Tav. That's what they call him. <laughs> Just as if you were scolding me. I couldn't I get it in my head. <laughs> you were <mean, I> <laughs> Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Two minutes away from running your door. Tavani is 99 or 55 assists. I mean, ridiculous stats. Bingo. Bingo, <laughs> bingo. So, yeah, fantastic. It's... Is there anything else, Mikey Dahl? Mikey Dahl, he's done his donut uh, joke last week and I had to cut it because I, I lost it. So I apologise for that, Mikey. I'll save it for another time. Um, but... Um, Yeah, um, the uh, no. The only thing was if Gerard goes, if Ger- does that is he going to go? Do you think? No. Does that make a difference to us? Well, it shouldn't. It shouldn't if we obviously keep playing the way we're playing. Postcoglu, as he says, when he gets playing the way he wants us, then twice the man what they're doing. Just need to concentrate on ourselves. See again, that's. The old adage, but um, it's true. You just need to concentrate on your own game. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm I'm happy to go with that. I just um, don't worry about the others. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of vacancies uh, in England at the minute. So yeah, Norwich you know, as well, eh? Yeah, it's. I mean, listen, I, I agree with you. It's it's all about what we do. But I mean, it, if it did happen, it would kind of throw them a bit into disarray. But yeah. Well, your man, Kent, your who's, man, who's going to take that? Who's going to take that job? You know what I mean. Your man Kent's coming back as well, but I think he's. I think, well, what I feel is if they, they know that somebody's going to be sold in the summer, is somebody somebody's going to be sold at Christmas. Morelos has fallen off. A, he's fallen off. He's Lamborghini while he drives and running Mullerwell. So then, Kent knows that he's come back from injury. He's got to play to get his transfer in January because they really need to sell somebody because they're 8 zillion quid in debt. They just don't do it though. Like someone, I read somewhere, going back to what you are saying about our accounts and our player trading profits, if it depends how long, you know, how many years you look, but, you know, put it this way, we've say made 50 million um, from selling players in the last five or so years. They've, they've made like 3 million quid or something. Um, so, I don't know. Like, 
Ryan Kent, will someone come in with a ten million odd bid to buy him? Um, maybe, but I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know, but that's what it seems to be. That Golson and Kent are the two main yeah. people they can sell, and it looks as if the accounts, because they've got so much money going in on their on their on their tick their tick sheet every every time that the money keeps coming out of the club because they never spent it all. They just put it all, all on tick all these players. So it would make sense if Kent went. I mean, Kent seems to be pretty good. But, no, I, I mean, he looked pretty good for them um, on Thursday night there. And I think he scored a good goal for them yesterday. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all in for Celtic and it's all about us, but would would be interesting to see what happens there. Well, I mean, if he goes to Aston Villa, he goes to Aston Villa. I mean, it's not really... Uh, but then, if you're a new Rangers manager coming in with no with no kitty, that's yeah. tough. That's a tough sell. You know what I mean? I was at the Bohemians and Drogheda game last night, and oh, uh, Liam yeah. Burke was playing for Bohemians. Remember Liam Burke used to play with Celtic. Jeez, that's a, that's and a then there's a, the young boy that scored the two goals for Bowes, a guy called Tierney. He signed for Motherwell, apparently. Okay. Um, he's leaving Bowes at the end. Of the season finishes next week here, so. Um, He's gone to Motherwell, apparently. Um, decent new player, two decent goals as well. Scales, scales, come on, is it Scales or was it Celtic? Uh, is it Scales, Celtic. yeah? The, the guy came, nice. came on against Fenerbahce. He did, yeah. Fenerbahce. He seemed to look pretty good, didn't he? Pretty keen. He took a header. Instead of Hart getting the ball, he took control of it and headed the ball out. I like to see that, you know, so. Well, it's exciting times. It's exciting times, so we'll see if Rangers sell... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It doesn't matter because Celtic are flying it, and we're loving watching them. What I mean, so can't can't complain. So Dan, thanks no, a lot. I'm good so far. That'll do us for the uh, the this week's podcast. Uh, thanks everybody for listening to us because people are listening away, and uh, I will never call them Tav again. <laughs> Dan's, Dan's still looking at me. He's, just, he's not even looking at my screen. He's looking away. Uh, thanks, Dan, for doing this tonight. I was brilliant. And uh, oh, wow. when's the Scotland then, Mikey? Is Scotland this Friday? Are you doing something for us? Moldova <laughs> 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 away, Friday at five. Um, Aye, five o'clock. Oh, it's just really, it's kind of, it's really put the brakes on it. Celtic were just getting such momentum and it's just killed it for a couple of weeks. And uh, So I Friday night if, at five is... Yeah, if you can f- find yourself at a loose end, I think I will not, I'll not be making any plans for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everybody for listening, and thanks a lot. That's fantastic. You take care, guys. All the best. Bye bye. Cheers, guys. Bye.